Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And thank you so much for joining us today. We've had some really cool things happen lately. Um, We were fortunate enough to be invited on Cheryl McCollum's show called Zone 7. And if you haven't listened to her podcast, Zone 7, you're going to love it. It's fabulous. Yeah. And she did such a good, she always does such a good job of just breaking things down. She really does. Making them logical and working through it. So you'll want to catch that for sure. And then um, Renee has some news. So, uh, you know, back in when I was in uh, college, taking my criminal justice courses, um, one of our... um, one of our assignments was to, we didn't have to do this. We could just write about a serial killer or a killer, you know, do some research and do like a report on them. Or we could write a letter. Well, most people that know me, I'm going to go for the letter because that's so interesting, you know, to write them. So I did. So I got, um, I kind of ran across some of that stuff again. And it got me to thinking, you know, now technology is so you know, much easier. You don't have to sit down and write down, you know, pen and paper. So you can actually email people in prison. So I thought, oh, what an interesting thing to do. So I got it. I signed up for it, um, found the people and wrote them uh, a couple of emails. And one of the people that I wrote was Darlie Routier. So basically, so you wrote her back then when you were taking those classes. I wrote letters to several people back then. Wow, and I, I didn't got realize a, you wrote her back then. Yeah, That's cool. I, I got a response from, uh, Stephanie Martin. She had killed somebody in Austin, Texas. So, and she even drew a picture. It was interesting. But anyway. So this wasn't your first time to reach out to Darlie. No. Okay. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't uh, get a response back then, of course. But this time I did. So what I asked her was, hey, we have a podcast. We talk about true crime. Um, So I was wondering if maybe we could, you know, interview you, you know, for a podcast episode. She was really nice. She replied. And this is her reply. Hello, Renee. I received your email about wanting to have me on your podcast. After speaking with my attorneys with the Innocence Project, I sadly have to decline your offer. There are really big things happening in the case right now, so it is better for me to not do any media for now. I have to tell you, I'm very impressed with what you do. I did share with her, by the way, that we do the podcast and we talked about the Missy's Beavers case, okay? I have to tell you, I'm very impressed with what you do and your passion for wanting justice. I know the things that have been uncovered in this case over the past few years, and I encourage you to keep pressing on with the investigation for Missy. It's people like you who have the heart and passion, the drive to keep fighting for her, her family. I truly believe we are going to get who really attacked my babies and myself. We are close, and when this happens, everyone will know I have been telling the truth all these years. It's wrong. Missy, the system is so full of corruption, and most people have no idea how it really is. It's all about politics and money, not truth and justice. I had no idea until this nightmare happened to me and my family. I wish you very good luck in your endeavors, and I will keep Missy's family in my prayers. Thank you again for reaching out, and be blessed. Darlie Lynn. Wow. I'm so glad she wrote you back. That's amazing. I know. That was really cool. And I, you know, I feel for her because like, I have to say that for the most part, I've always thought she was guilty because there's so many things that point to her um, being guilty. But at the same time, I also understand the parts about, you know, uh, just things didn't add up and there's and, and, and there's I guess, so many gaps yeah so many things that people were like oh she's guilty because she did xyz so you know yeah you know. And, I, and i fell for it too back in 1996 you know i was a young woman we're the same age as darlie by the way same age as missy yeah. we're all the same age and she um 
I just assumed I, I kind of didn't d- dive into it. I assumed what the media was saying was true. But, you know, looking back on it, mm-hmm. I don't see how Greg Davis sleeps at night. The prosecutor that worked her case, when you see the way that he attacked her personally mm-hmm. in the media. Mm-hmm. And then he then there was at some point and we'll learn this in our research if we do this case is um, at some point that a change of venue and they. They they ended up having the trial. Her new attorney tried desperately to move it back to Dallas County, mm-hmm. but it ended up being in an area where it's, you know, statistically the, the demographic of person that's less educated is going to be easier to influence. And they didn't question things like maybe people in Dallas County might. And also the fact that she was portrayed as this blonde selfish bimbo that Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been a big deal in dallas because every i mean every third or fourth person not there's nothing wrong with it has blonde highlights look over at your (laughs) co-host and you know has breast implants and those were the things that they got onto her about and in that really tiny town they kind of just listened and thought she must be just a horrible person because mm-hmm. they attacked her character. Yeah. And um, anyway, I'm not really sure why her defense attorney didn't object. I'm not an attorney, so I don't understand all that. But it just seems like things went against her that shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And but then again, we weren't I wasn't at the trial, so I don't know. If she's guilty, she's guilty. But this is the one case I was telling you before we started recording that has always, not always, but in recent years has bothered me because Mm -hmm. I just feel like there was so much reasonable doubt. And it's really scary to think that somebody was not only convicted, but put on death row with Mm -hmm. that evidence. That's so scary. I do agree with you that it is scary. And I do agree with you that there is some reasonable doubt. Um, So if we ever do an episode on this, it will be interesting because me and you are opposite on this. I do think she's guilty. But I, um, it would just be a really cool thing to talk yeah. to discuss. Well, you know? And you know what? If she is guilty, well, then she's where she deserves to be. Yeah. But I just have this kind of nagging feeling that there's more to the story. Yeah. Um, because there's just so many gaps. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, we talked about doing this before. In fact, we were going to uh, collaborate with Melissa from Victimology mm-hmm. and do this case. And she looked at it for a while, and we discussed it. Remember that. Mm-hmm. And then she came back a few days later and said, man, there is so much to unpack here. It's going to be really complicated. And that was a few years ago. And I think we just decided it was just too much. Yeah. I remember when we went to the to the graveside and saw the boys' graves yes. and the little cars on it. It was just heartbreaking. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Renee and I actually went and uh, we'll need to upload this at some point. We were kind of waiting to see if we did a, an episode on it, but maybe we'll do it sooner. We took some film footage and pictures of the interior of Darley Routier's home. It was open to the public because mm-hmm. it was on the market for mm-hmm. sale. Right. And I even entertained like it might be a good... It, it it was priced really good at that point. When was that? Like a year, a year and a half ago? Yeah. It was so. priced really well. I was thinking that wouldn't be a bad investment property. Um, but then we went and walked it and it was just really interesting. They always say that you have to disclose everything when you sell your house. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is if you don't disclose it, the neighbors will tell the people oh, absolutely. right off the bat. And wasn't that hilarious? That's what happened to us. <laughs> we, we're, so Renee and I are walking out of Darley Routier's house. Of course, it hasn't been her house in many, many years, but whoever's house it was, we were walking out of it. Actually, it was owned by like one of those, um, it really wasn't listed by an individual realtor, if I remember correctly. It was like one of those like um, investment 
Yeah, company property. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, so whoever, whatever corporation owned it, we were walking out and this woman pulls up in a minivan. <laughs> she rolls her window down and she looks at us. She hesitates. She goes, you know what happened in that house? <laughs> Like we were going to go, no, what? And you know what? You were right though. Later you said we should have said no. Because I, 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 went, I went, oh yeah, I do know. It's so sad and da, da, da. And she was saying that the people in the neighborhood, well, she she wanted to make sure we knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like instantly as we were walking out. We weren't even down the sidewalk no, when she we pulled were, up. Yeah. She spotted us. I had to us. catch up and get over there yeah. and see what was happening. She yeah. couldn't wait to tell us. And yeah. you were right. I should have told her no because she would have had the fun of telling us. Like yeah. she would have really enjoyed she that. like, oh my gosh, y'all got some time. Can yeah. I tell you a story? <laughs> and she was ready to kill that sale by yeah. freaking us out. But anyway, she was saying that the neighbors that, you know, she's lived in the neighborhood since before the murders. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in that neighborhood apparently have. Mm-hmm. And she said that they really want that house to be torn down and them to do like a park or something. Yeah. Just because the vibes are so bad. Yeah, I get that. And I, I could see that if I lived in a neighborhood and there was something like that, you know, like for instance, that Chris Watts, their home, I think they want the same thing there because nobody wants to live there and mm-hmm. nobody, but the murders. It. Yeah. And that's true. The murders probably did happen there. I was going to say the murders didn't happen there. The girls weren't, I don't think were killed there. If you can believe what crazy Chris has been saying. Yeah. But she in was, his interviews. But sure. she was. Yeah. I don't think she, the kids were because remember he had them in the car. If he's telling the truth, well, he's, a, true. he's a complete true. psychopath. Yeah. So every time I hear an interview where he changes a, fact and the people go well the truth is coming out it's like come on this is chris watts i mean he's crazy as an outhouse rat yeah because he was lying and whenever he was being interrogated um he was like i didn't know what to do she killed the girls and then i didn't know what to do so i killed her you know or whatever yeah (laughs) that was his story yeah right buddy (laughs) but But anyway so we said that in unison (laughs) we did (laughs) but anyway we went off on a major tangent on darling retire there but it's just such a fascinating case and those of you who are interested in it we would love to hear from you shoot us a message please don't get emotional about if you think she did it or didn't and don't be mad at us for saying we're not sure um because we don't have a dog in this fight we are just interested in justice mm-hmm. and so yeah we would love to hear from you if you want to have a reasonable conversation sometimes people get really emotional the reason i'm saying this is i've seen in some of the oh, darling yeah. groups those people are tearing each other up it's like yes they get mad if you don't agree with them and yeah and i don't i i kind of go both ways and it's there's not a reason for it because i i tend to have obviously everybody has this but i have compassion for people and when they like her 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 reply to me was so nice. It's so hard for well, me to and think she's, that she killed anybody. And, and, and by all accounts, she was a devoted mother and loved those yeah. boys. So, yeah. like, what's the motive? Yeah, I There know. was no financial benefit. Right. There was no, I mean, I don't see a motive. I thought I had heard, though, that they had a couple of life insurance policies, but I don't think it, anything. it wasn't even enough to bury them. Yeah. It was a it was few, anything. it was like a few grand they, per yeah, kid. That's true. No, there's no financial motive. I mean, like, and, and if you really just want to be childless, why would you leave the infant alive who was upstairs? I mean, that was the hardest one to take care of. Yeah. I mean, got to change diapers and get up in the middle of the night with a bottle. I mean, I don't know. To me, it doesn't add up. But who right. knows? If she is, if if she ends up being guilty, then she's exactly where she needs to be. Yeah. But anyway, well, we almost did a whole episode just now. <laughs> just a this is just the intro. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about something, like we said earlier, that's been bothering Renee and me for a long time. And... Let's get to it. Uh, and I want to say this. It, the reason that we did this is because when you try to go back and look at the the details of this particular uh, article, you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. see anything. It was expired. Yeah, so, the links are all dead. Yeah, so I had to go to the library, print it out, and then, and then that's what it's all about. All right. So. Thanks for joining us on True Crime Broads. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to True Crime Broads. Today we decided to go back over a really old, old article that came out in the media back in January of 2017. Renee and I have discussed this over the years. It was in the Waxahachie Daily Light. And in this article, um, Midlothian police cleared someone. Yeah, very, very strange. Okay, so this is the uh, first paragraph of this article. It says, Midlothian, rumors and misinformation recently circulated on social media about Midlothian police having a potential suspect in the murder of Terry Missy Beavers. Those rumblings are unfounded as police are still seeking the public's help with information that could lead to an arrest and conviction for the April 2016 murder. Midlothian Assistant Police Chief Kevin Johnson said a name that has been circulating online, Lyle Valentich, was considered a, a person of interest at one point. However, the tip which was closed out months ago did not materialize and Valentich was never considered a suspect. In general, I can say with the dozens of specific persons of interest that were called in that we ran them through a variety of filters, which included their potential connection to the victim or church. Johnson said, obviously, their alibi at the time of the offense, their height, weight, background, and then with the most of them, there were face-to-face interviews. So none of that really led to him become more than just a person we had a tip on. Johnson said the tip was provided to police in May or June. And something else interesting is you can't, the reason we're reading this to you is because we were look periodically I would look at this online. But here in the past few months, we noticed that this link is dead. I guess the Waxahachie Daily Light after seven years, uh, six and a half years, understandably may not have it still out there on the internet. So Renee went and got this from the, uh, where'd you go? The library. The oh, the library. library. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> those things. One of those things. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, that was cool of you to do that. Thanks, Renee. And uh-huh. she went and got us copies and we lost the copies. We spilled some food <laughs> on the copies. And then I found my copy in the trunk that had food on it. Thank God. Wiped it off, scanned yeah. it, and emailed it to her. So we finally got it here. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Don't trust the true crime rods with your <laughs> any <Okay>. items. <laughs> if they can be misplaced. We don't. leave and go home and then there's yeah. it just... Goes from there. Don't trust us. So anyway, um, yeah, so we thought this was worth discussing only because, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, has Midlothian police ever really cleared anyone in this case? Well, it sounds like they made an effort here back in January of 2017 to clear this individual named Lyle. Now, I believe there was some tips called in on Lyle. Potentially, we heard Maybe a POI that was interviewed at MPD mentioned his name. Mm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We just hear the the gossip, okay? And we will tell you when it's stuff we heard versus a fact. And mm-hmm. in this case, we don't know how Lyle's name came up to the police, but it certainly did. And they went so far as to take out, not take out an ad, but put an article in the Waxahachie Daily Light. Now, here's something that I found curious. They didn't do the Dallas Morning News, they didn't put it on WFA.com. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at here is I think that's a no offense to the Waxahachie Daily Light, but that's a lower circulation publication. Yeah, just in Waxahachie mostly. I mean, And typically. you know, why did they pick that and not the Midlothian Mirror? Yeah, that is a good point. So 
What do you think prompted the police to make this statement? I feel like the person had heard the rumors and was like, excuse me, you're going to clear me because I didn't do nothing. I I mean, that's just my guess. Yeah, I I agree. I think there must have been some pressure from the individual mentioned in the article to clear their name. But why wouldn't that be done for everybody? Because good Lord, Randy Beavers has been accused a million times. I mean, <laughs> Missy's father-in-law should be, yes, first, should be first, should be in, first line. in line. Because that poor man has yes. been accused more times than I can count. Yeah. So anyway, it was just kind of an interesting, curious thing we wanted to bring up. And we don't understand why this article happened. And it didn't Midlothian police a little bit after this, maybe 2019, they made a statement clearing Bobby Wayne Henry as well. Yeah, I remember that. I guess, and, and I can understand him being cleared because he was, you know, uh, detained for 70 days. 72 um, days. He, right. They got a search warrant for his house. I mean, I guess his vehicles, yeah. um, his and computers. The, that's all in the public record. Yep. So, I mean, I understand him getting cleared, but mm-hmm. this person, I, to my knowledge, I don't even know if they, he was questioned. I have no idea. Yeah, we don't see any search warrants on him. Um, nothing in the public records. So he must have really raised Kane. Yeah. And said, you better clear me publicly. That's interesting, though. Could anybody do that? Hey, can you clear me? I didn't do it. I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But, you know, we've heard several times um, that everybody, according to what Brandon, uh, everybody's still a suspect. Um, nobody's been cleared except for him. Well, I'm Bobby Wayne Henry, but yeah, that's different, I think. I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when that Bobby Wynn Henry clearing happened, 18 or 19, 2018, 2019. I mean, like like I said, it's totally different for him because he actually went through all the, you know, yeah, yeah, he got arrested and put in, you know, he was detained for 70 days. I mean, for him to be cleared makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, for them to clear him publicly, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why they cleared this Lyle guy. So, yeah, there's a couple of articles, uh, different ones, and I guess they basically say the same thing, uh-huh. talking about um, him being cleared. And a lot of people, when they first, um, I think there was, um, do you remember when they started talking about the police officer that's been accused? It went back and forth with it being him, because yeah. he was in law enforcement, and Bobby Wynn Henry, and yeah. nobody could tell the difference between the two. Right. And that's when they did this. Right. And And it's interesting, too, because they say, Kevin Johnson, back when he was with MPD, of course, in this article, he says rumors that were circulating online. Yeah. So I guess that got back to this individual, Lyle, and he decided that it was starting to mess with his life. People Mm -hmm. were probably saying, hey, Lyle, why are people associating you with this murder? And he probably called Midlothian police and said, you need to put a stop to this. Right. I do remember back then, because, of course, you know, we've been I've been I've been in the groups just like you since day one. And we've probably seen just about everything there is. Um, I remember some people talking about his dad, but I never saw him comment. I only saw his his son. He came in and was talking to a bunch of different people um, about, you know, his dad didn't have anything to do with it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. this and the other. Yeah, I think that in some of the groups. There's some screenshots of that for those conversations. That stuff all gets passed around. Oh, yeah. So I I remember that. I just don't remember ever seeing anything from Lyle personally. No, no, not at all. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of wild. So we just wanted to come out. And first of all, I was just looking for this article a few Mm -hmm. months ago, and we realized it was scrubbed from the Internet. And so we were like, 
Dang it. So when you got a copy of it, Mm -hmm. we thought we should talk about this finally, because that's just kind of an interesting, there's been so many strange things about this case. And this is just kind of another head scratcher is why did this guy get his own article, you know? Right, exactly. And why did they pick the Waxahachie Daily Mirror? And they didn't publish that anywhere else, did they? The Daily Light. I'm sorry. I I put them together. The Waxahachie Daily Light. Why'd they pick that? I know that is weird because, because it happened. The murder happened, happened in, Midlothian. in Midlothian. I think Lyle lived in Midlothian. Right. So like what that was, why did they pick the Waxahachie Daily Light? I wish we could ask and just see. I'm just curious. Like how, how did, did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. That I'm sure gonna, they would be thrilled if we called yeah. and asked that. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, let me tell you. Well, you know what though? Not. Kevin, Kevin Johnson's not there anymore. He was the media liaison. So I guess he's the guy we would need well, to ask. Does he still work for MPD or do you know? Oh no. He went to go be a pilot. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's Years right. ago. I yeah. Forgot. He's long gone. Yeah, it's it's just interesting, and the, and the article's completely gone. You click on the link, and it's just nothing there, like you said. So um, you go to the library, and they have these uh, subscriptions to all the different newspapers, which is really cool. So you just type in the keywords and pull it up and print it out. So, yeah, I, I was like, well, that's cool. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. Yeah. So we at least Renee is very it. resourceful and she's local. So <laughs> if you hear about us getting a hold of cool stuff, it's usually because Renee did it. <laughs> well, I'm right there. In the, I mean, it's like one minute from my house. You're right literally. there in the nerve center. You're in, yeah, right County. in the middle of everything. Um, yeah. And then the rest, of, the article is actually a little longer, but it does just talk about it kind of goes over, you know, Missy and what had happened and. Uh, it talks about the previous reward for 10000 from Oak Dairy Farms, which is no longer in existence because it was only good for a year. But um, anyway, the first part of that. If anybody would like a copy of this, we can send it to you. Yeah. Um, I've already just, scanned it. Did you? Yeah, she, that's right. You send it, send it to me. Drop, so, yeah. drop your email address. Yeah. yeah, if you want a copy of this, drop your email address into our social media, like private messages on Instagram or Facebook, and we'll shoot it to you. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say, um, I'm sure we've said this many times, but just like to keep saying it, I guess, um, there are a lot of people out there that knew Missy. There are a lot of people out there that, um, are aware of, uh, you know, this case being not solved after seven and a half years. Um, I just want to really plead with the public. If you know something, please use one of the resources that there are and come forward with the information you have. If you don't feel like you can do that and you want to, you know, send it to us, let us know. We're, we're here to help. We don't share that with anybody. Uh, we can get it into the right hands. But if you, it would be best for you to contact the police department with any information that you have, even if you don't think it's important, or Crime Stoppers of Ellis County. The number is 972-937-7297. Um, and just give them what you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they have an app, a P3 app you can download on your phone, and you're completely anonymous. There's, mm-hmm. I actually uh, got to see uh, the facility where they take the calls and stuff, and th- there's nothing on the screen that has that's, any information. No phone number, so cool. no name, nothing. So, so they're not pulling your leg. You're really anonymous. Yes, you're really anonymous. They have no way of knowing. So um, just please come forward. This case will not be solved, I don't think, and police have even said this, without the help of the public. Yep. And if you've just been, you know, like, I don't know, I'm just nervous and scared, we get it, but I promise you, you'll feel better. And then you can potentially help put the suspect where they belong in prison. 
And like Kevin Johnson always said, I wish he was still with MPD, I or I wish they would have put someone in his spot at least. I do too, because nobody talks I anymore. Why <laughs> is it just a budget thing? Or I don't know. But um, no, I don't think so. Because he was both. wasn't he the assistant yeah. chief? And now they have a new assistant chief, but he doesn't talk. He to He doesn't media. do that. I don't Maybe know. that's not his thing. I don't know. I don't know. They just told him to shut up. <laughs> you know, we're not gonna keep talking to people. We're not gonna talk to people. So yeah. anyway, so anyway, what was I getting at? I forgot where I was going with that. I don't know. Good grief. I'm go sorry. <laughs> we, neither one of us can ever remember when we forget something. Well, the you thing, well, this was an unplanned episode. We are between episodes mm-hmm. and we realized we had 45 minutes and this was an episode we were going to do later. So we went ahead and tackled it. Renee had brought her paperwork with her, which is that amazing. She gave me. <laughs> yeah, that I gave you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yes, we just wanted to kind of see what you guys think about this. Why do you think that Lyle was cleared in the media, but in such a little small pocket of the media. Now this, like I said, this wasn't DallasNews.com. This wasn't the Dallas Morning News. It was printed in a small publication in a neighboring town. Hmm. I wonder if something happened that we don't know about that prompted this. I don't know. Maybe him just saying, you better clear me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're, and and I just want to also end this episode by saying we're kind of hundred percent speculating. We oh, don't. Yeah. We don't know if Lyle called MPD. Yeah, we just we're just giving our opinions. Yeah, so we don't know why that he was cleared in this manner. It's just curious because no one else has been cleared exactly like this. Right. When they cleared Bobby Wayne Henry, it was a statement to the media, but it was more of like a presser kind of a thing mm-hmm. where it was kind of funneled out to all the other, um, you know, all the other. Yeah. Uh, it was like in more than one place. Yeah. Where this one. Like the normal way. Yeah, this one really didn't get any play. It was just literally if you missed it in the Waxahachie Daily Light you missed it yeah you missed it and we just happened to um, how did we see this in the beginning because I remember seeing it back then because we were stalking every single piece of information about this <laughs> we're case we're not stalkers but we were doing <laughs> we, we stalk stalking. information <laughs> we stalk information not people <laughs> but okay well I guess that's it for today we really appreciate you tuning into True Crime Broads I know this was a quick episode but we really wanted to share that article with you because yeah. it's been kind of making us scratch our heads since 2017 so yeah. we thought we would share it with our listeners and so, if you if you have any uh, if you want a copy of it, just let us know. Crystal will shoot it over to you. Yeah, and uh, let us know if you have any questions. If you want to be on the show, if you know anyone who wants to be on the show, oh come, hit we us do up. need some people to be on the show, y'all. We need some people that knew Missy. Yes, to come on and yeah. tell the story. You don't you have to, say. and you don't have to know anything about the case. We can just right. do a show on Missy and her fantastic life and what a great person she was. We can do if you're a if you don't know the case but you're an expert in the field, we'd love to hear from you as well. As you can tell by looking at our catalog of episodes we've had lots of experts on to give their opinion on how they would have handled the case or what they think might be happening in the case so we love hearing from everyone so yeah hit us up Sounds good. all right y'all have a great day
up on my neck, let it shine, let it shine, yeah She gon' hit my line, I decline, I decline, yeah Side be the best, I'm the fine, I'm the fine, yeah Countin' all these rocks, make me tie, make me tie, yeah She gon' hit my phone, where you from, where you at, though If you laughing at me, then just get up on my face, though Call a diamond shining like you never seen a boy glow Ask me how I got it, I'ma tell you, got it so low When I pull up now, I'ma put up in the space, cool Thank you so much for listening to True Crime Broads. We would also love to see you on our social media. Our two main platforms are Instagram and Facebook under True Crime Broads. But we also have a presence on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. And also, if you listen to our podcast and enjoy it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple. And also, there's an option on Apple to leave a review as well. Thank you for listening to True Crime Broads.